monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan, some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello, and welcome to a little show. <laughs> you give me this look. I was going for like a Shelley Duvall fairy tale theater. Kind of <laughs> you ever watch fairy tale theater? No. Hello, I'm Shelley Duvall, and she'd introduce these fairy tales. Okay. Shelley Duvall. Go, was, go uh, for it. Hello, I'm Shelley Duvall, and welcome. <laughs> I should do the whole episode of Shelley Duvall. I can't really do her voice, but okay, just pretend it's what she sounds like. Hello, I'm Shelley Duvall. And welcome to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Shelley Duvall. No, that's not who you are. <laughs> and, and and the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hi. Thanks for joining me here <laughs> on Shelley Duvall Presents <laughs> the Bride. No, Kate, Joey. <laughs> I'm glad you think this is funny, but why do you have to call yourself Shelley? Why can't you just I'm do? Can't you just do the voice, but not say Shelley? Can't you just say Joey the Hi. Song? No, but I was doing the Shelley Duvall voice. Yeah, but you don't have Hi. to say Shelley Duvall. I'm Shelley Duvall. No, Joey. <laughs> uh. Okay, fine. I'm Joey G, and welcome to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, Joey G, and the cutest podcaster in now in town, the Bride Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? Uh, you're creeping me out. <laughs> I'm. Cre- Shelly Duvall creeps you out? <laughs> How are you, love? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm sweaty, though. I'm sweaty as hell. You're always sweaty. Yeah, but in particular now. It's like it's hotter than monkey's bum out there. <laughs> a little Monty Python here before you there. I love Whoa. Monty Python. Nicole, this is exciting. This is a big deal. Do you understand? Why it is a big deal. It's one of our... It's, it's versus round three. It's a versus episode. This is our third round? That's what versus round three means, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so for those of you who are new to the versus episodes, we're going to be looking at two movies instead of our usual one. We crammed them into our schedule. We made it fit. The original and the remake. And we're going to see who comes out the victor. So far, uh, Nicole, you have one point for the original, one point for the remake. So far. You, you voted for the remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead yes. and the original of The Haunting, and I'm two points in favor of the original. Oh. Let's see what happens. Will the trend continue? Will I continue to be an old, you know, a grumpy old bastard who only prefers the originals? Or will <laughs> I expand my horizons? I won't. Yeah, no. <laughs> this week, <clears throat> we watched the 2007 Spanish-language found-footage horror extravaganza record. Co-written and directed by uh, Jaume Balaguero and Paco Plaza, which was made in Barcelona, Spain. And we watched its American uh, remake, which came out only a year later, uh, directed by John Eric Dowdle and starring Jennifer Carpenter, Quarantine. So, Nicole, why don't you uh, ring the bell? I'm not, Ryan. I'm not going to ring the bell. Ring, Ring the bell, Nicole. No. Nicole, ring the bell. No.
So you rang the bell. I did ring the bell. Why okay. did you tell me to do it if you were just going to do it? Because it sounds... Anyway, let's listen to the trailers <laughs> for Record and Quarantine. Vidal. We're in Los Angeles, traveling along with the fire department. These are the men you'll be shadowing tonight. Wherever they go, you go too. A woman was screaming bloody murder that night. Police say that she lives alone. She's not very social. Can I get you some medical help? Take everything. You hear me? Take everything. I have an officer down. I need an ambulance immediately. Do not try to leave the building. Why are they isolating? I don't know what they're doing right now, okay? We were told that tenants inside need medical aid. Chief! Everyone's been evacuated. Everyone's completely safe. Why would he say that? I can't get through to my husband and my daughter has a fever. Oh my god! We gotta get out of here. Pretty similar. I'm guessing I haven't actually seen the trailer. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, it's your leg. I thought that was Bender under the table. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> so, let me just um, explain the plot a little bit. And this will work for both of them because these movies are, are pretty similar. Uh, as you would expect from a remake, but even more so than usual. Uh, in fact, they're getting close to word for word and shot for shot. So just to explain it once. That's what I just said! Oh. God! I should listen. I'm going to do the show with Shelly Duvall from now on. It's me and Shelly. <laughs> so 
So basically the premise is uh, we have a television reporter and her cameraman who are, you know, they do like little on-the-scene reporting pieces, puff pieces for like a breakfast show or something. And they're embedded in a fire department and they're going to follow these two firefighters on a night of their work uh, just for schnickles, right? So they get called out. Schnickles? It's, a, it's for shits and giggles. Schnickles. Schnickles is not a word. Schnickles is a combination of shits and giggles. Schniggles. Schniggles. I like it. So uh, they get a call saying that the woman is trapped in her apartment. For Schniggles. When they arrive, uh, they go in with the firefighters who team up with the police and break down the door and discover the woman who seems all fucky and then she becomes extraordinarily aggressive and bites one of the policemen. Uh, and uh, all the residents of the, ho- of the apartment complex gather in the terrace and they discover that they've been sealed inside the building. Quarantined. In the yep. building. They've been sealed inside the building. Quarantined. And uh, shit starts to go fucking crazy. Schniggles. Shut up. Shit starts to get crazy. As Schniggles, my niggles. And more people become uh, violent. Schniggles, my niggles. Can you maybe not say that? It sounds... I don't know. Like, Schniggles, my nizzle doesn't sound that racist, but I don't know why, but Schniggles, my niggles just kind of sounds like... And you have a bit of an accent... Niggles. I know what you're saying, but it... It rhymes with sniggles. I, I know that, but it sounds awfully close to... Just don't say it. Okay. All right? For sniggles. Fuck yeah, I wish I'd never said that to you. <laughs> I've also been saying it for years, so I'm a little distressed that you just now noticed me saying it. You now never know. You so, never know. Nicole. What? The differences. Let's talk about the differences first, because the similarities are there. What? So we're going to give some spoilers, aren't we? To yeah, talk we're about the in, differences? We're gonna, because in order to talk about the major differences, you have to get into spoiler territory. And fuck you, you should have seen these movies by now. So the major differences that I saw was that in the original, there was a medical intern who lived in the building to help um, the people who've been bitten and hurt. And in the remake, it was a veterinarian. Yep. Um... Which seems like a completely pointless change until you get to... There's a reason for that. Are we gonna, we can, do you want to argue with that right now? <laughs> no. No, no. we're talking about okay. the differences. And the, the other major difference is the ending of the movie. Yeah, the circumstances of the ending. The ending is almost identical, like shot for shot. But like the reason for but, yeah. why this is the happening? The room is different, yes. No, the whole reason for yes. why the, the people are like this right, is but different. The, the point is that this, the ending is the same ending. It's just a different circumstance. Like, they're in the same room. The same thing happens from the same camera angles. But yes. the stuff on the walls is different. Yes. The explanations like are different. unnecessary change. I like the change. I, see, my, I think it's odd that they, they changed almost nothing else. They changed little tiny cosmetic things. And they added the elevator. Which wasn't in the in record. There's oh, a, right. And, and uh, they added, like, the vicious dog. Because I think that was, like, they were trying to do a jump scare. And the dog scare works for me. I don't have a problem with that at all. The elevator is actually kind of a cool touch. Um, I, I prefer the, the sequence in the original when they're running up and down the stairs at the end trying to get the key without the elevator. I thought that was a lot more exciting. But the elevator works fine. Uh, I actually agree with, agree with you. I think thought it was more... Um, not exciting, but... Tense. Yeah, yeah. More anxiety in the first one, for sure. The suspense was there. Yeah. And the other major difference, I thought, was that the beginning of the film... In, in, in record, you get into the apartment within the first, like, seven or eight minutes. In quarantine, 
they they add like an extra seven or eight minutes in the fire hall before they go. Do they? I didn't feel like yeah, it was that long. No, they really do. They add the whole her playing basketball. They had they add the whole like they've wired them with microphones and you hear the fire department guys talking about who's going to bang Jennifer Carpenter first. And I liked that. I thought, I thought it was, was so unnecessary. I thought it was a bit more charming. I thought it got you spent a little bit more time. That was charming to you. Getting to know the characters. Getting to hate the characters. What's wrong with wanting to bang somebody? He's being a fucking pig about it. They were going to bet about whether or not he could fuck the girl before morning. That's cute. It's not cute. Oh my god, I'm actually like borderline offended right now that you think that that's funny. That uh, that bothered me so much. In the original, the firefighters just seemed like regular kind of guys. They were all like normal people. There was no hokey Hollywood bullshit. In this one, you get these guys who are like douchey bro rapists. They're not rapists. Oh my gosh. About who's going to fuck Jennifer Carpenter. You, you're and I being, wouldn't fuck Jennifer Carpenter with a stolen dick. You're being then, dramatic. But then the point is when you get to the hall, when you get to the apartment, I am no longer bothered by the fact that one of them is going to get eaten. I'm like, good. These guys are fucking dicks. I fucking hate. And when they're driving in the when they're driving in the fire department, they have that whole scene where the guy talks about how his job is to call out numbers to the guys on the ladder so that they can see where all the hot chicks are at. And I'm like, these guys are fucking douchebags. I was so happy that I knew that they were going to die because I'd seen. I thought the they court. were cute. There's nothing cute about that. It's that like was it's like kind of they're they're kind of jokey guys. They're not joking though. They're fucking assholes. Yeah, they're funny. That wasn't funny. It was it was like the first indication that the Americans totally missed the point and do not get it. I don't think they missed they the point. They completely don't get why this They just added works. their own spin well, to it. What I don't understand is if if the if the intention was to give us more time with these characters at the beginning so that we can establish a rapport with them so that we can kind of like them better, like have some kind of stake in who they are, why would they make them so awful? Like they're horrible people. They're funny people. There's nothing funny about that. You don't think that's funny? No, I honestly wanted to turn it off. That just bothered me so much. I think you're just grumpy. I'm not. I honestly thought that it was totally unnecessary. What does it add to the movie? That they're that they're they're normal people that That's joke. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's normal to joke about that kind it's, of stuff. Nicole, I can tell you right now, it's not normal I think to it bet is. with your friends about whether or not you're gonna fuck some girl you met ten minutes ago before morning, or to tell a random stranger on television. Remember, this is being filmed to go on TV, and the fire department guys are talking about how they point out to the other guys in the truck about how hot random people on the streets are. There's no way these guys are saying any of these things to a TV camera. So either they're retarded or it's poorly written. Which is it? That's funny. It doesn't make any sense and it's obnoxious. Anyway, we, we'll have to agree to disagree because that I, right away sets the movie up for me to not like it. For me, it made me like them more. That's fucking weird. And you are so lucky you married me <laughs> because you're, no, I'm serious. You're lucky you didn't get raped. <laughs> and there's nothing funny about that. You are seriously lucky that every douchebag in the world can just fuck you on the sidewalk because you're so stupid. I'd be like, aha, you're funny. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I actually feel like a lot of distaste for you right now. Like, you've honestly damaged your reputation in my view that you think that's funny. Whatever. It's not whatever. Anyway, we'll agree to disagree on that. But the, the worst part, regardless of whether or not those characters are offensive... The point is, does the eight minutes of extra shit that they add there, does it make the film better, or is it 
just something that stops us from getting to the whole point of the movie faster. I think it makes it better for the reasons I've already said that you develop funny. more of a rapport with them. Okay, you don't. But okay, all right. So right off the you bat, don't just we say disagree. you don't. I didn't. You didn't. Thank I didn't. You. I I actually was glad I knew they were going to die. Uh, so anyway, they get into the movie. Now let's talk about the major major change between this new one. They also add a bunch of characters in quarantine. They add a bunch of other characters who aren't necessary. Like and then is that the, are you talking about the major change right now? Or I'm, about, I'm not. Yeah, I'm talking about another major change. Is they add a bunch of other characters who aren't in the original in the apartment? In the yeah, and as a result of that, we because the amount of time we spend in the apartment isn't any longer than it is in record. All the extra time is up front in the fire hall. Right. So now we have like an extra five characters or something like that. So as a result, none of the characters that are in the apartment do we get to spend enough time with to care about any of them or really know who they are or know much about them? I do agree with that. I think when I first... Cause I, saw, I saw Quarantine first so did I. a long time ago, and, I, I, and I, I really liked it, and I was really expecting to still have that one as my favorite out of the two. But in record, I did like how it was more focused, and you did you did care more about... The people who lived yeah. in the apartment. Like building. the mother with her sick daughter? We yes. get a lot of time with her. Before. Yeah. And when she gets like two lines in quarantine. So that at the end, like they spend a whole bunch of time in record talking about or setting up the fact that the little girl is sick. Yeah. She has tonsillitis. So that when we get to a point where suddenly the characters think maybe the girl is sick with whatever everyone is coming down with in the building. Yeah. And they, there's that beat where they all stop and look at the mother. And they're and, trying to. And she stands there and says, She's back. She has tonsillitis. Up. Like, that moment is so be- perfect in, in, in record, eh? And in quarantine, it's just a moment. It doesn't really do it's much. It's just a scary moment. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that moment being really intense in quarantine until I saw record. Yeah. And it was like, record really didn't leave you any room to breathe. I, mm-hmm. My heart felt like it was racing pretty much from the time yeah. they go into the apartment. It is a suspenseful film. It doesn't give you any room to breathe. And I remember feeling that that's what quarantine did too. But then when we watched quarantine after, it has more slower. moments. And I think that's where the elevator comes in when they were looking for the key. The elevator, when they're in there, you know they're safe for that moment. Yeah. So it, it gives you that room to breathe. The suspense doesn't come yeah. from, I think they're going to get killed. The suspense comes from, what's going to jump out at me when the door opens? Because you, you've seen enough movies to know that's what's going to happen. But no, that, that's not even suspense at that moment. At that moment, yeah. you, you have room to be like, yeah. they're safe for, for a now. second, yeah. you know? Yeah. You are completely right about that. Um, there was something else that I was about to get to. Darn it. Um, oh, okay. One other, one little bit more of a subtle change, but one that makes a huge difference for me. When in quarantine, when the people uh, become feral, let's say. So, what, right. so in record, it's a virus. It's super. No, in, in record, it's we don't know what it is. We just think they're sick or something. Until the end, you find out. In quarantine, it's you don't really find out, but it's super rabies, basically. The vet notices that it's the same as rabies. And we can argue with that in a minute. But <laughs> the big difference is when the characters become feral. In record, they're super violent and they're scary. But they just move like super feral people. And it's scary. In quarantine, they all move a tiny bit faster. They're all slightly unnatural in how quickly they move. Because that's a very American... scarier. That's a very American thing to right. do. And the reason that bothers me 
is that the explanation for the feralness. In Record, at the very end, you find out that it has to do with like demonic possession. There is a person in the apartment who is trying to do an exorcism, and it hasn't worked, and as a result, like it's spreading, and these people are becoming like demonic creatures, right? Right. Which I think is pretty cool. In Quarantine, it's super rabies. So what I don't understand, then, is why in the movie where they're supernatural do they just become scary monsters and it works really well? And then in Quarantine, where they have a disease, rabies, right? they somehow move like the Flash. Yeah. So I kind of get your point there. Yeah, it, it becomes like, well, it's clearly they move faster because the director thought it looked scarier. It does, and it does look it scary. It scarier. It looks scary, but it doesn't look scarier. No, I wouldn't say scarier than the original, but it does look good. It doesn't look bad. But one of the things that works for me so well about Record is how naturalistic it is. It all feels so realistic. But like, then, this is clearly the real world, and nothing in quarantine feels realistic. But it's then the like, explanation in Record isn't natural. It's not... But they play it so natural. That's why it works. I don't know. I like. I know you don't like the super rabies thing, but when when that moment, when the vet is explaining, when he's looking at the people and he's saying, these are symptoms of rabies... I like that it went there. I like that it I had a, a more scientific explanation for these sort of more zombie-like creatures because so many zombie <laughs> movies or so many movies yeah. like this leave it unexplained or it's supernatural. Different. I like that this movie did something different and it went and it gave an explanation for it. So here's what I will say to that. I would be fine with the part where the guy says, I recognize these symptoms, this is rabies. I think that would be really cool if we get to the end and we find that it's not rabies. Because, Why? Because for me, the getting to the end and finding out no, it really is super rabies is the silliest thing I've ever heard. Like it completely ruins it for me. I don't. I completely. think completely. I think that the end gave a bit more information than that. No, you see a newspaper clipping that says doomsday virus. Yeah. So. You That's find it. out that the I think I think this is what it means that the guy up in that apartment was trying to create a virus to wipe right. out people. But think about that for a second. In record, a guy in the upstairs apartment is performing weird ritualistic rites and trying to do an exorcism, and things get away from him. Right in his little apartment. Yeah. In quarantine, we're supposed to believe a little guy in a tiny apartment in L.A. somehow. Is able to manufacture a super virus. Yeah, we don't know anything about him. Maybe he can do that. I'm not saying that the, it doesn't make sense that the guy couldn't do it. You couldn't do it in his apartment. There's no equipment in that apartment that he could use for that. He's not in a lab. You can't synthesize a virus in the fucking kitchen. Did it not show like? Test no, he had like shit. rat cages and shit. He had like a little my first chemistry set and some <laughs> rat cages. So what do you think you need? What, what what equipment? Do you really think that you can just synthesize a doomsday virus in your kitchen? Yeah, why not? You are even dumber than I thought earlier in this episode when you liked the rapists. They're <laughs> not rapists. You're so oh. dramatic. No. I'm just saying, look. I didn't notice that. I don't think there's anything wrong with I'm that. I'm pointing it out now, though. I'm saying if you're going to go the super rabies route then I, I can't buy for a fraction of a second that some guy in his apartment with a couple of rat cages and a My First Chemistry set did it. Like, you can't build a nuke in your backyard either. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but he's doing it on a small scale in his kitchen. It wasn't that small of a scale. It infected the whole world. No, it, so far it's only affected the apartment. That's why it's been quarantined. You, oh, I, 
I understand why the apartment's been quarantined. I'm saying it doesn't make sense. For me, that completely falls flat. I think it works. It really... I, I really did not find that it worked at all. I really, really loved the ending of Record, where it turns out to be supernatural. I'm I thought not, that was such an amazing twist. I'm not dumb, you dummy. You're not dumb. That's dumb, but you're not dumb. No, you're dumb for liking the rapist, but you're not They're dumb. They're not rapists! <laughs> you're dumb! Okay, I'm actually very surprised because I, you would think, knowing me and you, our taste in movies and things, that I would like the more supernatural, supernatural. explanation, and you would like the more scientific one. If I thought that the Super Rabies was even remotely scientific... Apparently, apparently Joey's a scientist and he knows so a, much about chemistry. You don't have to be a scientist to know that that is ridiculous. Joey's, Joey's a chemist now. If, my point is, if you're going to try and set it in the real world and make this completely earthly, it has to be at least internally consistent. And that is completely bogus. There's no way, if you're trying to pretend that this is realistic, besides, that that's possible. Besides the, my first chemistry set, what did you notice? Rat cages. That's all he has in there. He's testing on the rats. <laughs> I understand why the rats are there. I don't... I'm not confused about well, why I don't understand there. what your problem is, man. Are you serious? You actually don't understand why I don't understand why, why this I think you need to, me. like, take a, take a breather and not be a little chemist. Because you don't know anything about chemistry, let's be honest. I clearly know a little bit more than you if you think that that's possible. You really... This is... This is I'm flabbergasted. Like, how? How is that possible? He had test tubes oh, and shit. Oh, he had shit. test tubes. <laughs> so all you, all you need is test tubes. <laughs> I had test tubes in my grade 9 chemistry class, and I couldn't have fucking made a super rabies there because either. Because you're not a chemist. Even a chemist couldn't make super rabies with a mic. Oh my god! You don't know anything about scientists. <sighs> okay. It's possible. It is possible. It's not possible. It's stupid. It's so... It, it makes you're being dismissive. a mediocre movie hilarious. I am dismissing it because it's bad. It's, it's not bad. It's really, really un- unfortunate. You're unfortunate. That's also possible. It's entirely possible that I'm also unfortunate. Doesn't make the ending of quarantine any better. I, I'm, I, I'm, frankly, I'm more surprised that you don't like the ending of Record. I do like the ending of Record. I just prefer the ending of Quarantine. It's much more atmospheric. The actual room itself is way scarier. It looks the exact same. There's way more clippings. They spend more time looking at the walls. We get like one shot in Quarantine of the thing that says "Cult creates Armageddon virus." And we spend like of no rats. time looking. At it. Yeah, but that's what I mean. At the same time. If you spend any more time looking at it, then that's how it would fall apart. I can see why you think that the chemistry thing works because they don't show us enough no, they to don't really show, show that it doesn't work. But I think the reason they don't show us a lot is because if they showed us too much, it would be obvious that it doesn't work. Maybe. So you're suspending disbelief more than me, so that's fine. I, I get. I, I do actually understand why that doesn't bother you as much, but I do think that if they'd spent another, if they spent as much time looking at the cool stuff and getting the atmosphere of the room like we get in record, then the ending of quarantine falls apart because they don't spend much time. You get one newspaper clipping and a couple of rat cages and the My First Chemistry set. And then we move on to the same ending. And the trailer and poster for quarantine has the last shot of the movie. It end. does. Isn't that, annoying? that is a bit annoying. That's really annoying. I mean, I agree. I mean, we already knew how it was going to end because we'd seen the record. But. but no, and we'd seen quarantine first mm-hmm. anyway. But yeah, that, that is annoying when, when movies mm-hmm. do that. Um... 
I don't know, because I'm pretty torn between these two. I, I want to say that I like quarantine more because I already know what you're going to say, but I do think <laughs> it's I not a competition. record is a better movie. It's more solid. It it, it does exactly... There's no fat on no, it. No, no. Like it's... It, it makes you feel anxious and not like like you can't breathe like the whole movie yeah. it's it does it, it does it so well and quarantine just does a little bit of a less bits good of, yeah less good bits of quarantine are very good of that i did like the girl better in quarantine but i, I might totally just be disagree. biased because i like that actress That's so possible. much I, the reason i liked the record girls because i don't really know her and i believe that she was just this person like i thought she was really good i think the actress who what's her name in quarantine Jennifer Carpenter is she's. I think she's a really good actress. I think she's really good at being hysterical and oh, all that. I I do and um and I liked the the explanation better in quarantine. But I like record better as a movie. I just thought of something else that I way prefer about record. Um, the cameraman in record Pablo. We mm. never see him until like the very end. You just barely see him at all. In the first, like, five seconds of quarantine, the cameraman steps up in front of the camera and we see him. Yeah. Like, oh, that's an actor I recognize. Like, why? One of the best things about record is that you never see the cameraman. You basically take the place of yeah. Pablo. You are Pablo. And, I agree with that. So I just thought that was a weird Was there choice. anything you liked better in quarantine? Yes, there was. The, um, the cop. The, the right. Main, the main cop. Um, he was an actor who I remember he was in Studio 60. That's where I remember him from. But I liked him better than the cop. I believed him more as a police officer than the guy in record. Yeah, because I remember the guy, the police officer in record. He's way more concerned about them filming this than about the actual situation. Whereas in quarantine, he tells them a few times not to, he doesn't want it to be recorded, but he's way more concerned about doing his job and keeping these people safe and Mm -hmm. in line, which is more believable than him Mm -hmm. only being concerned that they're recording this shit. And one thing about the camera work and record, the camera work feels more like a like a shaky cam, and yet I thought, excuse me, yet I found it considerably easier to watch. In I disagree. It felt a lot more polished, but I couldn't see a fucking thing, and I had never any idea where everybody was in relation to each other. I felt the opposite. I I felt like record had maybe a few too many shaky moments that I couldn't see anything that was going on in quarantine. Well, did have the shaky cam, but I could still see what was going on. So I could, I, you could sometimes see what was going on, but you couldn't see where anybody was. There was no sense of where they were, or where in the apartment they were, or what room they were in, or how the rooms actually existed in this space. It was very irritating. And one last thing I'll say that I preferred about Record is because Record um, just gives you enough to kind of get an idea of what's going on. There's a lot more questions and a lot more room for yeah. continuing story. In fact, there's three sequels. Yeah, Quarantine I would really like to, to see. That I agree. I would really like to see Record 2. We will eventually. Um, because you're right. The, they did make a Quarantine 2, but you, like you said, it's basically yeah, it's the, same movie on a plane. the same movie on a plane, which I'm not interested in seeing. But I'm interested in watching Record. I would like Record. to know how Go they on. managed to synthesize a virus in an airplane bathroom. That's what I'd like to know. <laughs> because uh, can we at least agree that that doesn't make sense? Can we both agree on the the silliest moment in quarantine when he smashes in the girl's face with, with the, the camera, camera and the camera doesn't break or anything. And then at the end, he like bumps something with the camera and the fucking light on the camera breaks. Yeah. I was like, but he what could... the fuck? You beat someone to death with the camera a minute ago. <laughs> oh, that was, you're right. That was really funny. It was funny. So I think we're both on the same page, more or less. We both like record better. I like record a lot better because I actually think quarantine's pretty bad. 
and quarantine's pr- and records pretty good. So I uh, still like quarantine, but record. I'm not wanting to say is a better movie. <laughs> so let's hear them out of ten. Oh, record out of ten. You do you do yours first? Cause record is a big old eight for me. Yeah. And yep. quarantine is a three, and that's a generous three. <gasps> Joey, no. I wanted to give it a two, but I'm like, no, nah, I got to give it a three because it's. I would not recommend watching quarantine. If you see quarantine on Netflix or something, go watch Record. Don't waste your time with quarantine when there is. I really an like quarantine still. I give um, Record. I give quarantine a six, mm-hmm. and Record. Uh, eight. Okay, so you're just you you like uh, you like working a little bit more than I do, but we're all both on the same page for record. Right on. Woohoo! Another verse is in the books, and I continue my streak three and zero oh for the. And originals, I'm two and, and one. You're now two and one. For well originals. done! I'm very impressed. I was Shut sure up. you liked quarantine better. I was, I was trying positive. to. I know you were. It's not a competition between the two of us. You're supposed to be reviewing the movie, not re- trying to fight with me. But I like fighting with you. You don't, do you? <laughs> All right, so would you rather uh, be possessed by the devil or come down with super rabies? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, the devil is so scary. Super oh, rabies. Sorry, you think that the devil is scarier than super rabies? In your face. I didn't say I didn't think it was scarier. I said I thought it was a better explanation, you dumb shit. Anyway, I would rather have super rabies. you call me a dumb shit? I cannot wait for you to lose the true story <laughs> in about five seconds. Which one would you rather? I just told you I'd rather be possessed with the devil because fucking metal. <laughs> metal. I'd rather have super rabies. I'm biting the air right now. Yeah, we, we can do that. Alright, Nicole, it's time to play a little game. We'll be mm. like to call The Following is Based on a True Story. I'm just going to start calling it a True Story game. Mm. Nicole, the rules are as follows. I'm going to describe to you four films. One of the films is a big fat phony that comes from deep within my imagination. You have to use your skill and judgment to determine which of the following is real and which is a big fat phony. Nicole, do you understand the rules? No. Nicole, are you ready to play The Following is Based on a True Story? No. The following is based on a true story. Film number one. Persistent meditative state. A man whose mastery of meditation is so advanced that his family believes him to be in a coma as he commits murders on the astral plane. What's the astral plane? It's like when you astral projection, like you can do, meditate going like an out-of-body thing and it's like this, for lack of a better phrase, spirit realm. So in the spirit realm, he's committing murders? Yeah, he's going on the astral plane to kill people. Got who are it. on the regular plane, but he's murdering them with his mind. While his, and he's so deep in meditation that his family thinks he's in a coma. Got hard it. To understand what that Got is. it. Film number two, Dreams That Money Can Buy. Joe is an ordinary man who has recently signed a complicated lease on a room. As he wonders how to pay the rent, he finds that he can see the contents of his mind unfolding in his eyes in the mirror. He realizes that he can apply his gift to others and sets up a business in his room selling tailor-made dreams to a variety of frustrated and neurotic clients. That sounds very complicated. I come up with complicated stuff. I don't think... Film number three, Visitor Q. A troubled and perverted family find their lives intruded by a mysterious stranger who seduces the maid, the son, the mother, the daughter, and finally the father before leaving a few days afterward, subsequently changing their lives. That sounds kind of disturbing. 
Film number four, The Shout. A traveler by the name of Crosley forces himself upon a magician and his wife in a lonely part of Devon and uses the aboriginal magic he has learned to displace his host. So these are all sort of a similar type theme, a little bit of like... A I'm impressed that you made one of these up, actually. Really? Yeah, I believe that they're all movies. Can you go through them sort of briefly again? What's the yeah. first one called? I'll give you a hint this week if you want. No. Well, you get them wrong all the time. If you don't want a little hint. <laughs> well, just let's go okay. through them quickly again. Follow number one, persistent meditative state. Okay. Dreams that money can buy. Visitor Q. And The Shout. The hint is, the title is the hint. One of these titles is is uh, different from the others in a certain okay. way. Okay, so we got persistent meditative state. State. What? Dreams vi- that money can buy. Dreams that money can buy. Visitor Q. Visitor Q. And the shout. Okay, your hint makes me think. That the first one might be the fake because you always like really long-winded titles and Dreams names. Dreams that money can buy is pretty long. Not as long as it's a per- persistent meditative state. That sounds like something you'd make up. I'm not, I, but the would was... you come up with a word like astroplane? I don't know if you're that smart. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice of you to say. Visitor Q. Visitor Q. Visitor Q kind of also sounds like me, though, with, like, the weird fucky sex thing, with, like, the stranger fucking the maid, the son, the mother, the daughter, and the father. And the Q, you like Q from... <laughs> Brad Bill Jokers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? That's... Okay. So, no. He likes the letter Q. <laughs> the shout... The explanation of the show sounds like something you'd make up, but he's saying it's in the title. And what's the dream one? Dreams that money can buy. A guy who discovers that he can see his mind unfolding in his mirror through his that's, eyes. That's too, too smart for you. he can sell tailor-made gifts to frustrated neurotic clients. Yeah, that's too smart for something you'd make up. So I'm too, it's too smart for that. Astral Plane is too smart for me. Visitor Q sounds dopey <laughs> enough for me. The Shout sounds like I could... Maybe pick one. You're in, this is not insult Joey time. Pick one. What's Wait, if pick? you're going to make me play this stupid game every week that I lose, I'm going to insult you. I gave you. you a hint this week. I hate this. I hate this game. Okay, it's the first one. Are you sure? No. Well, what is your final answer? The first one. Persistent meditative state you think is the, fi- is the fake movie. Yes. You positive? No, but yes. So what's your final answer? Yes. All right. The Shout is a real movie. Good, okay. That's going to be my guess. Dreams That Money Can Buy is also a real movie. But it's not too smart for me to come up with. It is too smart for you. Visitor Q is a real movie. Which means that you got it right. I got it right! This was a lot easier than you made it. (laughs) See, I'm too smart for you. That's the thing. Here's the reason why you're not that smart. Because (laughs) the hint was, one of them is a pun. The rest of them are just movie titles. When you're in a coma, it's called a persistent vegetative state. 
So, like, this person is a vegetable. And I turned it into persistent meditators. I don't know that. He's meditating so hard that they think he's in a coma. It's the dopiest pun I've ever come up with. I don't know that pun. <laughs> How would I know that? I don't know. I just thought maybe you'd heard of someone. Like, when someone's a vegetable, like, yeah. when they unplug them, they say that they're in a persistent vegetative state. I've never heard that before. Well, now you have. But persistent meditative state. I came up with the title first, and then I was like, I need to come up with a movie that works for that pun. But of good job, you got you it did. anyway, even without the hint. And you can't—you did astral plane all by yourself. Yeah. You know, I don't know why <laughs> I know about the astral plane, because Doctor Strange is on the astral plane a lot in comic books. I know all kinds of stuff. You're a jerk. Oh, you're so Shut smart, up. Joey. Shut up. Yeah, well, okay, I may be smart. And you, you did uh, come out on top this week, though. Congratulations. You're two in the last three weeks. Woohoo! I'm impressed. I'm so what impressed. am I overall? Uh, you've got one, two, three, four, five right in history. Out of? Out of? Out of uh, <laughs> 20. 25%. It's not bad. I'm doing 25%. Well, no. Actually, it's out of 19 because one of them was when I lost. So it's still up about 25%. I should do another one someday. You should. I can't. Mine, mine it was a lot of thought in mine. It was a lot of thought in mine. Persistent meditative state. <laughs> you like long-winded titles. I like puns as well. Yes, like. you do. All right, Nicole. It's your pick next week. All right. Watching. So at first I was going to pick... Um, a movie called Atrocious, but that's another found footage one. And since we just watched Is it? two, I like found footage. But we just watched two no, and reviewed I, I them, agree. so I decided to go old school. I'm so impressed by the way that you picked by this. the 1955 Diabolic. I'm like so hot for you. By right Henry Georges Clouseau. Henri Georges Clouseau. Clouseau. Oh, Clouseau. And it says that this is kind of the precursor to movies like Psycho, Peeping Tom, mm-hmm. and Repulsion. And I've, I've watch seen... Repulsion one of these days, too. Um, I've seen part of Peeping Tom and love what I saw. So I'd love to see the rest of it. And Psycho, obviously, is a classic horror movie. It's very good. It's Alfred Hitchcock. Thank you, dear. And who did Peeping Tom? Uh, Michael Powell. Powell. Anyway, I'm excited to watch this. Yeah, I uh, I bought this Blu-ray from the Criterion Collection like two years ago, and I've been meaning to watch it, and I'm so I'm excited, excited that you, you haven't. It. I'm excited that you haven't seen it because I took it off our shelf. When I walked into the living room, and you're just like, oh, "I want to pick this," and I was like, "Holy fuck, really?" I was so excited. This is so cool. So it sounds good, and I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, this movie is, has been called uh, one of the movies that inspired Psycho. Uh, and, and in fact, the author of Psycho, Robert Block, who wrote the novel, has said that this is his favorite horror film of all time. And the back says it's a heart-grabbing benchmark of horror filmmaking. That's right. I'm, I'm pretty pleased that we're going to watch this. So that's pretty cool. So yes, don't miss next week when we're watching Le Diabolique by Henri Georges Clouseau. Nicole, thank you for recording with me. Record and we we watch record. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I uh, hope I don't get super rabies and bite <laughs> you in the tip or something. <laughs> you should see your face right now. That's disturbing. So oh my goodness. Didn't we have a friend who said he was going to pull your nipples off with pliers? Oh once? my god. I totally forgot about that. I think that. he was your boyfriend at the time, too. No, he was, it was after he was my boyfriend. I was even creepier. Did he chase us with a knife, too? What a weird guy. He chased us with a knife and then you put me in front of you. Well, I didn't want to get stabbed. I also put you in front of me when that car almost hit us. That is true. You didn't want to hit by a car, so we're even. Okay. Found it. Found it. All right, babe. 
Uh, that's all for this week. Join us next week for another edition of The Bride of the Creature. Until next week, I am the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. Y'all stay scary now. Kissy, kissy. How could this woman ever decide to wed this man? <laughs> <laughs>